You're listening to the Church Around the World podcast, significant news for Christians that will encourage and challenge you. Listen with discernment and pray. Tanzania lies on the southeastern coast of Africa by the Indian Ocean. It is home to more than 150 indigenous ethnic groups, although widespread promotion and use of Swahili have obscured some tribal divisions. Tanzania is one of the world's poorest nations, and agricultural subsistence farming dominates the economy. Earlier, disastrous efforts to socialize the economy weigh heavily on the nation because of the massive debt incurred. The nation continues to attract outside investment due to the stability of its government and leadership. There is religious freedom. All major faiths have the freedom to share their faith. Religious harmony is remarkably high, given the size and activism of Christian and Muslim communities. Pray that Tanzania would remain an island of peace amid the many troubled nations that surround it, and that the number of evangelicals within the mainland churches will continue to grow. Also pray that Bible translations efforts will be successful, as 51 languages within Tanzania still lack a complete Bible translation. A rebel group with ties to a militant Islamic group has killed six Christians, including a nine-year-old, during a nighttime attack in a mostly Christian province of the Democratic Republic of the Congo. According to Open Doors USA, rebels of the Allied Democratic Forces, ADF, pretending to be security agents, opened fire after approaching the village of Kalao, killing three women. Nearly 500 residents fled the assault, heading to the nearby city of Beni in the Congo's North Kivu province. Observers anticipate that the attack is likely to be followed by more violence at the hands of ADF. Almost 200 Christians in Pakistan face charges under the country's notorious blasphemy laws. Those accused face punishments as serious as execution or life imprisonment. Many human rights observers have noted that most blasphemy accusations in Pakistan are false. False accusations are often used to settle personal scores or to incite hatred against minority communities. China is not backing away from religious persecution and has once again been listed among the U.S. State Department's 10 worst religious freedom violators. Still, there are an estimated 93 to 115 million Protestants currently in China. And should current growth rates continue apace, the nation will soon have more Christians than any other country in the world. Chinese citizens who have gone to work in Africa are converting to Christianity and taking their newfound religion home despite an uptick in persecution. As a result of the influx of Chinese resources and approximately 10,000 Chinese-owned companies in Africa, the estimated 227,000 to 1 million Chinese working on the continent are hearing the message of the gospel from African Christians. Many local African churches have reached out to Chinese workers, even incorporating Mandarin into services. A number of Chinese, in turn, have welcomed the sense of community and belonging that these Christian churches offer. 
and a small but growing number of ethnically Chinese missionaries from Taiwan and other countries are specifically targeting Chinese nationals in Africa, preaching to them with a freedom they'd never be allowed in the People's Republic of China. When those evangelized Chinese Christians return home from Africa, they take their new faith with them. In 1973, when Pastor Bill Leslie of the LaSalle Street Church and youth worker Chuck Holgren saw the enormous need in providing legal services for the residents of the Cabrini Green community in the city of Chicago, they formed Cabrini Green Legal Aid. Today, Cabrini Green Legal Aid serves people all over the city of Chicago, Cook County, and the state of Illinois who've been impacted by poverty and the criminal justice system. Executive Director of Cabrini Legal Aid, Esther Franco-Payne, says legal services are provided to their clients free of charge. We serve over 6,000 clients a year, and the stories are always very disheartening in some cases, and in other cases, you are excited by the victories and what you're able to accomplish in supporting the clients. One particular story that comes to mind is of a young woman named Latanya. She was really looking for a way to get into the healthcare field. She had taken her LPN test and then wanted to become an RN. And the Illinois Department of Professional Regulations said that you have a criminal background and you will not be allowed to access employment in the healthcare field. That was devastating for her because all of the work that she put in trying to study for her test and pass, and of course she had to take it more than once, and here she is, she has a family to raise, three young children, and so she came to access services at Cabrini Green Legal Aid. She came to our help desk. It was certainly a long road. We were victorious at the end of that process. But one of the things that I can say is that Cabrini Green Legal Aid does not only do the legal services and the supports, but we do education and advocacy. And it was because we were seeing cases similar to Latanya, who was being denied access to employment in this particular field, that we thought that there was something significant that we could do about it. So our advocacy is all about bringing those stories to light, using the data that we have, and turning that into to real advocacy and action so that new laws can be enacted which will remove these barriers that people face each and every day. So today, Latanya is now working in the healthcare field, providing for her family, and it was such a tremendous victory that not only herself has access to employment now, but thousands of people who were in her same situation can now access employment in the healthcare field. A 150-year-old Bible that survived a church fire in Plover, Wisconsin, also survived a church fire half a century ago in the same community. The Bible was displayed in a glass case at the time of this fire and was pulled out by firefighters just in advance of the flames. Pastor Tim O'Brien of the Springs United Methodist Church in Plover said, It's a great testament to our faith that stands strong even in the midst of this fire. The same Bible survived a church fire in the mid-1900s at St. Paul's United Methodist Church in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. The two churches merged in 2014.
You've been listening to the Church Around the World podcast, significant news for Christians that will encourage and challenge you. For more information about the print version of this program, visit churcharoundtheworld.net. The Church Around the World podcast is brought to you by Tyndale House Publishers. Tyndale. Trusted for life.